Hello, welcome to my Inspirations Podcast. Here we will always learn to be positive and even the toughest situations. I am your entertainer, Shreya. Today, we will listen to my podcast called The Benefits of Breaking Rules. My hope is that my listeners will reflect back on this podcast and find hope when the world puts too much pressure on you. Let's dive into my story now. It begins in the corridor in my apartment complex where I got the first idea to play on this corridor. Please, you have got to be kidding me, I begged. My parents shook their heads slowly and turned away. I slumped and walked to my front door, and when I opened, my friends stood there, showing no emotion in their eyes. What did your parents say, I asked. They all said no. My oldest and best friend in my small group, Tavishi, replied, sort of looking bored. I lived in a small apartment complex with many good friends. I really wanted to play on a big staircase because playing on it meant you were mature. Well, my parents said I could play on this floor, and by that I mean on this corner. So yeah, Tavishi suggested. Her ears perked up before she even finished, and we ran inside, speed at our heels, back to our houses. Soon, we were grinning from ear to ear as we started to play a fun ball game that we all knew how to play. Gaga ball. After a while, it became late at night. I said bye to my friends, sadly, but I knew we were all pumped up for tomorrow. The next day, I raced to the middle, a warm feeling bubbling inside me. My friends and I played a lot of ball games in the middle, and soon, I was exhausted as a marathon runner who won the race today. About an hour later, it was deep into dusk, and that meant our playtime for this long day was almost over. Can we just play one last game of dodgeball before we go home? Tavishi asked. I agreed with her. When I looked at my other friends, they all looked at Tavishi. I mean, one more couldn't hurt, could it? So we separated into two teams, and I started. I smashed the ball to the other side, managing to get Tavishi. She slumped and went to jail on her team side. Like this, we kept on playing for a few more minutes. Suddenly, a door clicked open. I wheeled around in curiosity to see who had done that. A tall, sturdy-looking man was there. I recognized him. He had recently moved into the mill house. There was a house right near the mill. Whatever's in the middle, you most likely heard in the house. Or whatever's in the house, you most likely heard in the middle. It was that close. But what was happening? The man had a threatening and menacing glare as his dull shadow loomed over us like a frightening, monstrous figure. It was as if he had more power than us and control over the peachy beige rustic middle. Consequently, my heart hustled its beating and I almost thought sweat drizzled down my perplexed face. Hey, you kids, can't a man have some peace and quiet down here? It is too loud and I have more important things to do than rambling at kids about being quiet while playing. He barked and spat, gave a stern look and slammed the door around him. Hearing the footsteps fade away from the door, I relaxed my tense body just a bit and reassured myself that I was probably going to be okay. Maybe. We gave heated glares at the Vichy and she shrank guiltily. Hey, he barked, spat, and gave a stern look and slammed the door around him. Hearing the footsteps fade away from the door, I relaxed my tense body and reassured that I was probably going to be okay. Maybe. 
We gave huge glares at the Vichy, and she shrank guiltily beneath the red eyes. It's fine, I said, clearing my throat in an awkward situation, and also swallowing my anger. We made a mistake, and there's an obvious way to fix it. Play quieter. I then suddenly just re realized it wasn't just the Vichy's fault. It was all of ours, because we didn't stop her, and we also didn't play quieter either. Everyone nodded at my carefully chosen words. Okay, well, another friend of mine, Thanish, started shifting from one side to another. We play with Thanish's ball. I'm going to go home. See you later. He picked up his ball and ran home. The rest of us two began to gradually leave the awkward silence in the middle as we said bye and started to walk home. I wasn't as mad or angry at Tavishi or anyone. I just didn't want any more troubles for the day. It turned out that the accusing man that lived in the middle house consulted with our parents. All of our parents. I mean, we didn't do anything, did we? Except play loudly, of course. I had a stern and uncomfortable conversation with my parents. I'm sure all my other friends had one too. Especially Tavishi. I felt bad for her whether she did have one or not. At the end of the consultation, the final decision was to play quiet, or no choice but the consequences. A few hours later, it was time for playtime again. I sort of dreaded it now because of the previous day, but a feeling inside me forced me to go outside. It was a little awkward when we saw each other at the beginning, my friends and I, especially with the Vichy, but we got the hang of it soon, and it became like any other normal day that we played on. But those normal days were loud and noisy. So was today. Soon enough, the man thrust it out and hurled open the door. Consequently, it made a deafening sound of a clunk. The aggressive and boisterous action led to a series of endless echoes of the door being tossed open. A few seconds later, I still sort of heard the sonorous sound in my ears. The man's eyes blazed with glowing and rising fire. What was wrong with this guy? What was his problem? He was fuming and for a second, I thought smoke was actually billowing out of his nose and ears. Just the day before, I warned you guys. I'm giving you a last chance. I won't be telling your parents this time, but this is going to continue. I've got to contact the owner and maintenance of this place. He looked up and down. He clenched his teeth too. And this time, I mean it. He shut the door like a mad cheetah. I got I wasn't expecting this to happen. I just wanted to play freely. That's when I just got the best idea ever in history. Well, more like a plan. A plan that we would get what we want in the first place and without getting into trouble. I smoothly called for my panicking friends who were stunned by my children's manner. Little did I know that this idea could do wondrous things. And so right there, in our cherished playing's place, we stood there, gathered in a circle full of friendship, discussing my new, prodigious, thoughtful plan. So, he complained to us again, I explained, with maybe a bit too much of over-exaggeration. But yeah, we don't know what to do now. So, yeah. My parents made them silent hand movements and motions and gestures and whispered in hushed voices together. Guess I didn't make any consequence of that after all. I sort of laughed and giggled in my brain at the thought of that. Well, my mom started, 
You must consider our thought process the most logical way possible here. Yes, my dad agreed. You and your friends have definitely done something wrong, and it is pre pretty clear you know what you did and how wrong it is. We also said that there would be a consequences, my mom added, and that is losing TV for two weeks. As a result, I was given a punishment which I thought was fit and deserving for me because of my past few actions during playtime. My head hung low like a sodden strand of wilted grass, soggy with crisp rain. A poignant and uneasy sensation in my stomach tried to convert me to believe what I did was reprehensible. However, there was a tiny side of it not penetrating with culpability. But we don't want this situation occurring again, my dad continued as he broke through my thoughts like a flash of lightning. So we will let you play on the stairs and by that the main staircase. My heart stopped breathing. My breath was craw in my throat. My muscles stood frozen with one of the best feelings you could ever feel. No, wait. This couldn't be possible. When he asked them the first time, they said no, as if they wouldn't give up on their side no matter what. But when I looked into their eyes, they were full of emotion and concern. I knew they meant it and were not kidding at all. Thank you so much, thank you! I gasped and hugged each of them one by one. Happiness surged through me and I loved the taste of it. The next day, bliss surrounded me completely like an island in the middle of a Pacific Ocean. The stairs were super far away from the aggressive man. This would most likely never happen again. I tried to take him off my mind, but with a great feeling inside of me, I really didn't mind at all. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. I bounded and ricocheted to the middle to play on my very first time on the staircase. It felt as if each step that I took was powerful with its own strength. Each one was like each day and the struggles I had to go through. I savored and enjoyed this very pleasant moment. Of course, I would miss my beloved playing place where everything started. But things in life had to move on like each day and events. Life is just a fun, entertaining story with many twists and turns. My mind meandered back to the past few days. I risked it, I thought, a sincere and tender feeling creeping inside me. I encountered my friends who waved their hands. Their eyes were glistening, reflected by a luminous light that was stored in the middle. My heart was uplifted and soaring high above heaven with the best feeling you could ever have, happiness. I nudged open the tremendous door that entered the staircase and took one last glance at the middle. My eyes started to water when I looked at it. Therefore, it stood there, waiting for new people to play on it. Uh, a voice impeded my heartfelt thoughts. It was Thanishes. Are you okay? Everybody's already at the staircase. Yeah, I mumbled with, and murmured with barely any force. Yes! I repeated more clearly and importantly, suddenly, with my chin held high. He nodded and walked off. I followed him. 
I tried to linger behind without anyone noticing me. I just couldn't help but look behind me repeatedly. I then began to ascend the stairs. Huh, I realized as I clambered up. I risked it for the biscuit, and I got the biscuit. After listening to my story, you presumably concluded that breaking the rules can sometimes be good, if it's for the right reason. Because of boring winter boredom, I wouldn't have endured and found myself in a very heated situation. Unfortunately, I arrived at that same conclusion too late. But it's not too late to prevent you, my listeners, from a related situation. I looked up some sources I had for some research. I wanted to research different winter activities for kids who are suffering from boredom. Here's what I came upon. According to the Washington Post, written by Lauren Knight, many people are bored in the winter and don't know what to do. Here are a few ideas I came up for kids who are suffering from boredom. You can make homemade Play-Doh because a lot of kids love it and it's really fun. If you want to know where these things are, look up in the Washington Post. You can make an indoor scavenger hunt. That's where kids love it the most because it's very puzzling, interesting, productive, and can give a small workout for the brain. It's really cool. You can build cardboard playhouses, rocket ships, play downs, and anything of your creation. It's really fun to do that. My research connects to my narrative because I was bored at home and that was why I broke the rules by playing loudly during the winter. Winter boredom sucks. This is the end of my podcast. Remember, my fellow listeners, what Michael Tolkien said. Playing in the rain is worth catching cold.